0: Ladies and gentlemen, sit the fuck down. I am angry. I am an angry motherfucking elf right now. You know why? I got that haircut. I told you it was coming. I knew it was coming. And I don't care if it's once a year, it's too often to feel this anger. It is the reason I don't have a tattoo because it's permanent. It's like, holy fucking shit, like this is real. Like, I was actually thinking it's a good, like, anger management strategy, exercise, because like I'm really not freaking out that badly because like there's nothing I could do about it. Like it's done. It's chopped. Fucking they colluded against me. I have no say. I am a fucking little, I don't want to say anything bad about myself, but like my mom literally paid to get my hair done. So I, for me to say that they colluded against me is a fact. It can be proved in a court of law because it's true, but I have no rights and I like the color. Let's look at the positive. I started to look pretty halfway through this session. I'm like, oh, I like this. And I told her, I was like two to three inches I measured. You think I'm just going to like let this slide? I knew my hair was 24 inches before walking in there. You know what it's at now? 20. 20. She cut four fucking inches off. Like it used to be down to my ass. Now it's like in the middle of my back and I'm just like furious. I'm fuming. I'm not a happy camper. But I mean, like, shut the fuck up, Nikki. Welcome to the show. I also stood you up last night. You didn't even know that we were supposed to have like a Friday night soiree, a good time, you know, me and you like get down. And I just was like, in no mood. I was just, I was just like, numb. I was watching Love is Blind, which I'll give me two minutes to scream about that. And I will. But so that's why I was like, I oh, fuck that bitch tomorrow. I'm like, yo, tomorrow we'll do it. We'll be in a better mood. I should have known that after the haircut, I would be angry. And I mean, like, I'm kind of kidding. Like, I'm not f- straight up angry, except for the fact that I do have, like, a hood over my head right now. And my head, my head's set over the hood. And I just – I'm really good at not looking in the mirror. So I guess it's just, like, that's what we'll do for the next six months. But, like, even my desk – I actually said this wrong in an episode, and I heard it when I listened. I bought a little mirror for my desk so that way I could look at myself, remember how beautiful I am, like, talk myself the fuck up. I, I'm i not looking at that bitch. I, I'm <laughs> – she's facing the ceiling because I am angry. (laughs) Okay. Which, which always makes for good podcasts. So moving on. All right. You want me to scream about love is blind for two minutes. We're approaching the three minute mark. All right. So at first I was like, oh my God, I want to do this. Like, I want to get married. Like I love, love, love this. But it's also like fucking nuts that like the first time you see someone, you're like, I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with you. Like, That's just weird. Like, oh, and then, and then they get to know each other. And like, these bitches are not who, and everyone's like, oh, I want the girl that's in the pod. Like. It's the same bitch like I get I get what you're saying like you don't see the facial expressions You don't get it like it is different But just like Bartiste is pissing me the fuck off the shit that he says to nancy is so not fucking cool She deserves literally so much better. She's pissing me off, too I i'm such a hypocrite. I'm that bitch that like gives advice but doesn't take it I mean don't get me wrong. I don't let I don't waste my time with anyone like I just don't date which is another end problem but like for her to like keep trying with him like no 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 it's just like no and like who else i don't even know they're just annoying me the show is annoying me at this point like raven and sk like they're both good people but like no stop um i like cole and z i like them but like it's interesting. You see people's insecurities getting the best of them, and that's what's Matt. Matt is so insecure, and, like, I get it. You were in a tough situation. Like, I understand, like, you're you're scared, but, like, Colleen doesn't deserve that. She didn't do anything to you. She's literally 25 years old. Like, sit the fuck down. Like, none of these bitches should be together. This experiment does not fucking work. Like, somebody come talk to me. I have a really good idea for a dating show. And, yeah, I mean, just starring me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Okay, we're coming up. This has been two minutes, so don't watch it. It's fucking annoying and it's fake as hell and bullshit, okay? All right, so the next thing I just, before, like, oh my God, I didn't even tell you, like, this is gonna be a really long episode. Like, I hope you sit down, take your pants off. You know what they say, a long time, good time. Um, a long, okay. And so also, I went to the chiropractor this week and, It's always a disappointing experience because I want a fucking massage and they don't do that. But I I knew that. I knew he wasn't gonna rub my back, but I did expect to be cracked in half. Like, hello? break my fucking back please and this man was i walk in there and he's different than anyone i've ever seen first off because his table it wasn't the typical chiropractor table it was like a flat fucking table on an angle like you know frankenstein laying in his bed that's what it looked like building him or something i don't know what i'm talking about but that's the first thing that came to mind um I walk in. I'm not laying on the fucking bed. I'm sitting in the chair. He walks in. He's like, nice to meet you. Like, so as you may know, or like people, we often live in flight or flight mode when we don't need to. I'm like, all right, tell me something I don't know, doc. Like, and he's like, so he measures me. He's like, yep, you're totally out of alignment. You see your right side is much shorter. Like your hands don't line up. Like, okay, I know. Tell me something I don't know. And he takes out his little, like, example of like the skull and the spine and where they connect like a literally like it's like a it's like a human replica and he's like all right this is what i'm gonna do so i'm gonna lift your spine up you lift your skull up and like realign it on your spine and so he literally disconnected my skull from my spine and he's like all right you ready like yeah sure ready as i'll ever be like i'm pretty sure you can murder me right now like just take it off just decapitate like no no (laughs) just. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he did. He just pulled my neck out of my body. And I was like, all right, come in on Monday. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm coming in two weeks. Like, you can't get me to commit like that. Like, I don't give a shit if it stays. I'll be back in two weeks. <laughs> and, yeah, so that happened. Am I doing well? I'm fine. I'm fucking, everything's fucking fine. But that's what's going on. So, you're probably wondering, like, hold my pants down for a pedicure. Like, where is this coming from? Hold on. I'm soothing myself with pure sparkling seltzer water. You should do it, too. Get a drink. Um, it's coming up on a month, like, sober, and that's why I'm just, like, angry. <laughs> I think this word. But I'll take this anger any day because it's not, like, pure mean rage. Like, I wouldn't – I'm very impatient, but, like, I'd love someone to talk to. (laughs) All right, I have you here, all right? I'm not going to (laughs) complain. I have notes for this episode, so I'm looking. and. I have some supporting evidence for you guys, which is going to be really exciting. But then this intro, I have a lot of things that I was going to intro, but I just did an eight-minute intro that was random. So I'm like, should I save this for next time? But it's kind of on brand. So, like, I don't know. Did You want a one-liner? Guys are wondering, like, what's up her ass? What's wrong with her? Like, it's a fucking thong. That shit ain't right. Like, it's uncomfortable. Like, just... Stop it. Like I don't wear underwear, you should not. It's not necessary. Like shut the fuck up. I actually saw something that was like toilets are not dirty. <laughs> Literally said like, "Oh, because remember I was I was talking about short girls can't squat and the the fucking paper asked me to say fuck one more time. Fuck. Um that paper that you put on the toilet. They said it really does nothing. It's just to like ease your mind. But they said like our skin is a barrier. It really protects us. So you can't really get diseases. So just like stop wearing underwear. It's making you angry. I'm still angry and I don't wear it. So maybe that's not the best advice, but anyway on my way to the salon on my way to get a pedicure i swear to god i just like have to tell you guys everything that happens and like you need to be warned oh my god i was gonna get into stupid people and you know what i saw today like you know on the road there's like (laughs) one side goes one direction and another side goes another well these fucking idiots just went on the uh, like i was on the right side of the road which goes straight and the other side is for incoming traffic They just went in that lane as if it was, like, a one-way street, which, like, it was not, and one idiot does it, and then another one follows, and it's just, I'm looking at them like, what is wrong with you? That was today. So, when I went to get a pedicure, I just saw this woman do, like, a Chinese fire drill by herself. And if you don't know what that is, it means she got out of her car and ran around the whole thing and got back in. And normally if you do it, like, there's a few friends with you. Like, the kids do it. The driver doesn't get out. No one should really do it. It's not really safe. I don't know why it's called a Chinese fire drill. Maybe that's rude. I'm sorry. But, like, why did she do it by herself? It was just concerning, and I, I, it stood out to me, so I had to tell you. But la-di-da, I make my way to the nail salon. And I was meeting my mom to get a pedicure with her. As you can tell, I do all this beauty shit with her because, like, she pays. So, like, fuck that. Fuck you. Um, Basically, when I showed up to get a pedicure, I was in, like, a big T-shirt and shorts. And she asked me, she's like, are you wearing pants? I'm like, yeah. And it was a good thing she didn't ask if I was wearing underwear. And you know how, like, when you're getting a pedicure, you take your shoes off? Well, so after I took my shoes off, my next instinct was to like take off my pants. And so I like went to do it. And then I stopped. As I realized, I was like, wait, 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 wait. And then I said to my mom, I was like, I almost just pulled my pants down. And <laughs> she's like, I, I noticed. <laughs> and I, um yeah, that's the whole story. Thanks for coming. I hope you had a great time. Don't you fucking leave. I will know. I can see. And I will find you. Um, You might be thinking a lot of things. You might be like, Nikki why was your first instinct to pull down your pants? I'm so glad you asked, I'm so glad you asked. I'm already relaxing, let's just (laughs) take it off. Um, I'm so used to not wearing pants at home and I'm often home these days and like, even when I when I go to put on a pair of pants, my dog, like, he pops up. He's like, where are you going? Like, where are we going? Like, what's happening? Like, he will, like, be sleeping, and I'll just open the drawer, and he's like, "What? what's going on? <laughs> <And> I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's, like, you know there's a problem, but fuck problems. It's all about perspective. So even when I go out, like, I do leave the house. Like, shut the fuck up. Um, I'm, like – why do I keep saying that to you? I'm sorry. I love you. I care about you. I'm really saying it to myself. Um, But here's the thing. I do, like, go – I do leave the house. And just the thing is, like, if I – often when I go somewhere, like, I will change into sweatpants. So, like – well, obviously not in public. But, like, if I'm going to hang out at someone's house, like, I'll wear – depending on the weather, like, I'll wear biker shorts over. And then I switch into sweatpants the minute I get there. So, basically, here are the rules. You will only see me in a sweatshirt or a T-shirt biker shorts or leggings in public at home, sweatpants or no pants. And here's the thing, like, I don't do underwear, so there's just no in between. Only when, like, I have to legally, but never a bra. Never a bra, unless I'm going to, like, a nice restaurant and, like, maybe, like, yeah, like, there's really, there's just, you have to understand though, you cannot wear a bra and underwear at the same time. That is just reckless, dangerous, painful. Like it, it's just wrong. So stop it um and before you judge me and think that like i'm gross first off you're not living in i'm reading literally verbatim you're not me living my life in my body so your opinion is irrelevant you know the sexiest woman kim kardashian she never wore underwear before she started skims and she said that on camera somewhere so if you think you're gonna blackmail, blackmail me with this think again because She, um, yeah, I'm really doing what you guys wish you could do. And I mean, you could do it too. I don't know what's up your ass who's telling you you need to wear a thong. Those shits are uncomfortable. Um, Like, that's the last type of underwear ever if, like, emergency. Like, no. Um, So, yeah, you might be thinking, oh, God. Nikki, why, why do you have such strict rules? Like, where is the lack of variety in your wardrobe. And I mean, I'm just uncomfortable. And so I just want to be comfortable at all times. And honestly, like I never really liked underwear. Um, But I used to wear bras. I remember I was literally that bitch who like, I used to wear like a Nike sports bra to sleep every night in like middle school and like, I feel like even the beginning of high school, because I thought it would make my boobs smaller. And that is false and sad that I wasted so much time, like, hurting myself like that. But even, like, I, I was just thinking about sometimes, like, my experience not wearing pants and things. And in college, I lived in this apartment for, like, a month. And it was horrible. But aside from that, it was it was a very like high traffic area of campus. Like it wasn't random. It wasn't quiet. Like there was always someone there and like people in the apartment. And like at that point, like I wore underwear, but I was just in a t-shirt and underwear. Like I didn't want to put pants on. And it just like, you couldn't really do that because there was always random people there that like I didn't know. And thank God I moved out because I was able to like, live how I want, but, like, these people, like, it's, like, I don't even want to talk about it, but, like, you know, what, you know what's annoying about it is, like, they would fuck with me in my sleep, and, like, it was annoying because, like, okay, I, I'm not that type of person that can stay up till two in the morning and get up at 8 a.m. for class, like, I, you, you think I'm a bitch now? Like, fucking try me. I know they're fucking lucky I didn't speak up for myself back then. I'm still working on it, but, like, is that really something friends do? Like, you want to end a friendship because we don't go to bed at the same time? And listen, like, I'm not saying, like, they ended the friendship with me. But, like, I moved out of the apartment because we didn't go to bed at the same time. Like, I know it's, like, there, there's more to it than that. But that was really, like, a big part of it. Like, oh, she's depressing. She goes to bed at, like, 10 o'clock. Like, fuck yourself. Um, Okay. I don't want to read the rest of this. Um, Okay, you know, I, I have this little one sentence, but it's just like disrespecting myself. So we're going to skip over it. And we're going to get to the part where I start talking about emotional intelligence, because that's really like the cool part I'm just like I'm just like rushing you through this I'm like oh it's a long time I'm almost fucking done I and I was actually thinking to myself like I shouldn't give away the story like in the beginning like that like what's going on so basically let me without saying this mean punchline I used to like wear all different types of clothes and things but then like life happened and a lot of like it it's a <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. But basically, I used to think that I was emotionally intelligent, but it turns out I'm not. I'm very self aware. And there's a difference between being intelligent, being self aware, and then being emotionally intelligent. Because emotional intelligence, <clears throat> excuse me, is understanding your emotions, which I Totally don't fucking do. And also being able to control them, which I totally don't fucking do. So what did I, I said, if I'm dying, they exist. That's a bad start. Like, what does that even mean? Um, oh, also this is interesting. Self-sabotage is a product of low emotional intelligence, which makes sense. Totally makes fucking sense. Um, so, all right, I'm gonna slow down. We're gonna slow the fuck down. So, uh, someone's calling me. I don't wanna talk to anyone. Um, except you. I love you. Okay, I'm gonna make a little spaceety space here so I know where to come back to. But we're gonna go, we're gonna slow the fuck down and we're gonna go back to supporting evidence, okay? Welcome to Skip Class Still Pass, the podcast where we talk about all the things they don't talk about in school. I hope you're okay. I'm great. Um, everything's fucking fine. And This is our supporting evidence. So what we are going to hear about is emotional intelligence and shit like that. So number one comes from the great Vincent Van Gogh. And he once said, let's not forget that the little emotions are the great captains of our lives. And we obey them without realizing it. Now that's important because there's a lot of like... I'm frustrated. I've fucking had it. And there's people that are telling me like, just do it. Like, you just have to do it. Anything, whether it's work, exercise. That's what's frustrating me right now. And it's like, I I agree. I want to do it. I say I'm going to do it. And then I don't fucking do it. So that's like the emotions that I don't understand or whatever. And like, they are, we obey them without realizing it. So that's why it's a miracle that I've stopped smoking because it's one way I was just numbing my emotions and now I'm just angry. I'm also – I stopped Uber Eatsing. I deleted the app and I'm – I feel I'm – the way that I stopped smoking, I'm like you need to feel that way about the Uber Eats because it's like I will not go back. I like – I just like I feel like I'd be doing such the wrong thing if I stopped and picked up some gummy bears. So it's like I just won't do it. So I'm like, you need to feel the same way about this dirty Uber Eats app, and it's we're on day three. So I actually drove my vehicle today to Canes, and because I'm not, I'm not gonna like be insane and say like I'm going on a diet. Like diet spelled die. That doesn't work. Oh, my mom said to me, she's like, are you gonna start like your mindful eating again? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> And it's just, it's like the way she says it, because it's like mindful eating is not a diet. And it's like, so it's like, what she can say to me is, have you been mindfully eating? And to that, I would have said yes. And like, I could explain it, but like, I don't know. I don't know. I have to be open-minded. She always says, like, I don't take advice or, like, I know I can't tell you anything. Well, do you think starting a sentence with that, I'm going to be open-minded or happy that, like, it's like, you're annoying, but can I tell you how I really feel? Like, do you think I want to hear it after you said that? Like, shut up. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Vincent Van Gogh. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to move on to the, I don't even know if I finished my point, but anyway, so next we're going to move on. Robert K. Cooper and he's a neuroscientist, an advisor, a speaker. We're just going to call him like a public figure. And what he said was, if we lack emotional intelligence, whenever stress rises, the human brain switches to autopilot and has an inherent tendency to do more of the same, only harder, which more often than not is precisely the wrong approach in today's world. And I 100% agree with that. And, like, listen, I'm not a narcissist, so I don't know why I keep relating everything back to myself, but, like, it's the most experience I have. But, like, yeah, so when I feel these emotions or stress or things, when I just, like, want to fucking order a pretzel from Sonic, like, it's just wrong. And it's, like, the more I – it, like, it just – you keep wanting to do that. So that's why it's really hard, I guess, to, like, break bad habits and – yeah it's it's literally real and it's in your head and that's what's frustrating it's just so fucking frustrating and i I know i just need to do it like i get that but like there's no buts i know there's no buts i know there's no likes no one likes a butt but fuck me okay i'm moving on this is from i literally don't even know how to say his name and i don't want to and pr- pronounce it incorrectly, but it's spelled F Y O D O R. And his last name is Uh Yeah, I'm really sorry. He's a Russian novelist. Um, and he said, "It takes something more than intelligence to act intelligently." And i like that i like that because like i said like i'm smart and i know i'm smart but do i act intelligently like am i living up to my full potential like no that's what keeps me up at night okay so next is from the center for creative leadership (laughs) a top-ranked global provider of exec executive education so that's what you're getting here you're getting an executive education and what they said is 75% of careers are derailed for reasons related to um, emotional competencies, including inability to handle interpersonal problems, unsatisfactory team leadership during times of difficulty or conflict, or inability to adapt to change or elicit trust. So let's break that down because that's a really big fucking sentence. 75% 75% of careers are derailed for a reasons for a reasons related to emotional competencies. That's where, well, let's bring it back to Fedor, it takes more than intelligence to act intelligently. Like it doesn't matter what degree you have, it doesn't matter what you remember from middle school, there is your emotional capacity or your emotional intelligence really controls, like, how you act. You know that saying, like, it's like words don't mean much, actions do? It's like that, that, I am just, like, on the wrong side of that fight because, like, my words are great and then my actions are fucking shit. Like, shitty, shit, shit. Um, Like, shitty, shitty, bang, bang, shit, shit, shit. I fucking love that movie. I haven't seen it in such a long time, but Oh no! There's something about it. Oh my god! It's a haircut. That maybe that's where my haircut trauma comes from. I just remember being a child and like crying after every haircut. And like I don't know if this is like a trauma that's gonna live with me forever. But what do I do about it? Because you know what I'm thinking? Like I really like the color, so maybe like I will go more often. And I'll literally tell her like one inch. Because uh, maybe like if I'll do one inch at a time, we could do that twice a year, and that would be two inches rather than four inches once a year i'm just not fucking into that that's not i don't want my inches taken off my hair i want them elsewhere so moving on including inability to so interpersonal problems so i guess like yeah it definitely gets i guess complicated with like leadership and different experiences but i have to be honest i'm really lucky we know this like i have a really great relationship with my manager i hope he feels the same way i actually did tell him like He always gives me feedback. (laughs) I gave him some feedback this week. And I hope he didn't think I was being like rude or anything. But this is where I tell you like standing up for myself. Because just something he said did not sit well with me. It hurt. And I was like angry about it. And instead of like being passive aggressive or like holding it in, I just wanted to be honest. And I under, like, he wasn't wrong in what he said. But sometimes like it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And also just like, what do you want to get from that? Like, I don't know. I'm not always, I'm not the best. I'm not perfect. I don't always deliver everything in the right way. But sometimes like you have to, if you want a certain result, like if you want me to do better, there's just some things you don't do. And everyone's different. And like, how is he supposed to know? Like, I don't even understand myself. So it's okay. I still love him. Um, yeah. Okay. Basically that's it. That is, uh, you're supporting evidence for today. So I love that. I love that we took a step back, calm down. Did you hear my rant about my hair? Like it just came out of nowhere. And like, I mean, that's like anger. I just have to let it out. And my mom wants me to come over. That's who was calling me. And like, I get it. She wants me to get out. That's really nice of her. But like everyone talks about they're like, you become who you spend your time with or your circles. And like, she is not positive. She doesn't make me feel good about myself. And especially, she's been drinking all day and fucking was taking this laughing gas. Like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to hang out. And I need a sip of seltzer. Let me start a new clip. Hold on a sec. You know what? This is why I'm really happy I screamed that out because that makes a lot more sense. I am going to go twice a year to get my hair cut. And I will gladly pay for it and here's what we're gonna fucking do we'll do color every six months and you're gonna cut one inch at a time and if you do more than one inch i'm gonna tell her like I, I i'm just gonna be honest with her like i hate getting my hair cut that's why i only see you once a year and like i can't handle it that four inches like set me over the edge and it's just like i it, like i like you want to make people happy and feel good like i hate coming to see you i <laughs> think. I can't say that to her. I'm talking about your delivery, how you say things. <laughs> but it's literally a nightmare. So here's what I'm going to make. I thought it through. And what I'm going to do is we will do twice a year, one inch out of fucking time. And if you go over on me, that will be it. We're, I, I can't do it anymore. That's going to kind of be the end of it. And I don't know how I'm going to say it. I hope she doesn't listen to this. Like, I she probably won't. Like, how would she ever know? But... It is what it is. I like that plan. That's what I'm doing moving forward. Because this four inches at one time, it's too fucking much. Like I said, not where I want my inches. So back to emotional intelligence. The next thing I said is that like doing good things leads to good feelings. I think I just proved my point though. That's why bad things lead to bad feelings. Like cutting four inches off my hair, obviously I'm going to be fucking angry. Excuse me. Um, But then back to my other point, like why is it sometimes so hard to do good things for yourself? And that brings me back to like when you have habits for years, like it's what your body is literally used to doing. And you know what's interesting? Like I actually, I really feel like I need to look this up, but like the It's like your body and your mind are two separate things. And so I feel like sometimes like our body controls your mind. Um no I no, science says that the brain is the control computer that controls your body's functions. But sometimes like I I'm pretty sure someone told me this is like um no, okay, this is true. Any action we take, from physical movement, planning, motivating, decision making, begins with a mental process. So, same, it it still brings me back to my point of telling someone to just do it or like just stop it. Like, there is a mental process that is for ha, like allowing them or like instructing them to do this. So, like, it's not as easy as just saying don't do it. And I'm not trying to make excuses. I feel like that's what I do and it's horrible. But like, because it's like I paid someone thousands of dollars to tell me to go to the fucking gym. Like, and it's like, just do it. And it's just like, you know, I'm speechless. I don't, I, I'm, I'm mad at myself because it's like, I knew that. Like, why, like, that's what we spent an hour, like. And no, no, I was venting, and then he was helping me with my job and, like, different things, but, like. I don't know about you guys, but it's, like, at least, like, me, it's, like, I know what I need to do, I just need to do it. I just want to punch myself in the fucking face, um. Okay, great. Next thing I said was, the emotions that got me here won't get me out. So being scared, insecure, embarrassed, mad at myself – That's never going to help what I need to, you know, what I was thinking like that. I was like, you need to feel like every day is the day that you're meeting with a venture capitalist who's going to give you $500 million. How would you act? How would you get dressed? How would you prepare, prepare for that? Because the whole point of like manifesting or like leveling up your life is you have to feel as if. So that's why like continuing to feel like shit or feel not good enough or like believe that it keeps you stuck there. And apparently I'm not stuck. Apparently the process of growth feels tough and hard and painful and shit. But like, I know that my beliefs are making it harder because I, while I know that I'm, like, I have this internal knowing that like, I'm, I was born for greatness and I'm going to do great things, like extraordinary. And I don't mean that in like an arrogant way, but like more than ordinary and It's like, I know that. But at the same time, I have this, like, devil in my head who needs to be murdered. Anyway, anyway, I'm not a violent person. I don't like scary shit. But (laughs) I was, I worked with a nutritionist one time. But I have to be honest with you. Don't waste your money on paying other people shit. Because... Like, we know what we need to do. You know the answer. You just need to do it. And I know that's not helpful. I know it's not helpful. But that's why, like, when I figure it the fuck out, like, I got you. I got you. And basically, this nutritionist, I'll I'll tell you what she said in case it's of value to you. But first, I want to tell you something. She said to me, she was like, one of our first sessions, she's like, how is your self-image? And I'm like, funny you bring that up. I was actually thinking about it the other day, and, like, I might never show my arms again. Like, even when I lose weight, like, I just don't think I ever want to show them ever again. And – I want to I want to claim something I it, it is mine it is the truth I'm gonna put it out here and you could do whatever the fuck you want with it I am a psychic and I have been wanting a full body suit for fucking years I want turtleneck well half of a turtleneck I think it's the hottest fucking neckline, like halfway and like not like a high neck but like oh my god um I can't even talk about it um long sleeve, cover my fucking fingers. I want the whole hand fucking covered. I want a goddamn bodysuit all the way down to my motherfucking toes. And I, w- I don't need toesies, but cover my foot. And I've been thinking about it and I want it and I want it. And now Kim Kardashian made it and Skims made it. And like, bitch, I've been thinking about it for two years. That's the thing. Ideas are nothing without execution. And the shit that lives in my head is what keeps me in bed. That sounds like a song, I can't go wrong. Fuck yo shit. where did I go with that? (laughs) Um, okay. Let me tell you some of the things that I worked with on my nutrition, worked on with my nutritionist so I could just provide the value to you so you don't have to pay someone and waste your time. Eat in silence. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. No, actually, because it helps you be more present and mindful of what you're eating because a lot of times, if we eat in front of the TV, like we'll just keep eating beyond our hunger, and then we feel like overfull or stuffed, and like we'll then lay down, like it affects your energy level. But if you eat in silence, it it really helps you mindfully eat. And you realize just like, maybe I don't need that much, or maybe I want more of this, or like I, it just do it, okay? Um another thing is like I guess food journaling and sometimes I really like this especially when I'm like cooking for myself. I something that gives me pain is like <sighs> Some, I I know like I've had a food Instagram before. I know I'm good at cooking sometimes, but like every meal is not picture perfect. But that's like life, and like so if I were to post every meal picture perfect, like that's unrealistic. But here I am. I don't want to share it with you because I don't think it looks good. But like I'm not a professional plater. Sometimes it doesn't work like that. Sometimes shit looks ugly, but it doesn't fucking matter. It's going to the stomach. It's like what is it like? Why? oh Jesus like why get dressed up if you're just gonna take it off and you're gonna like oh I'm just thinking about sometimes you know like after like I I, listen maybe I'll just like protect you from any inappropriate talk sometimes you, you get all dressed up just to take it off and it's just like fuck that like don't even bother doing your makeup um okay that was a great rant um, what else did she say? I actually have notes of this somewhere because I was thinking of, like, this would be valuable for you one day. Um, hold on, I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I don't know. Um, you see, this is it. like, what else do I remember? Um, take pictures of your food, do that. But something, too, I guess we would everyone can agree on who has a brain in their head is don't deprive yourself because if you do, then you just end up craving or going back to it or, like, doing – I don't know. She also, like – I remember she was very kind and, like, wanting to normalize ordering food. She's like, it's convenient. It's easy. Like, don't – like, the fact that it's not – like, doing it's not a bad thing. But sometimes it's it's the same thing. Like, I wouldn't say smoking weed is necessarily a bad thing. But you have to – I'm like I said, I'm self-aware. So it's like the amount I was doing it or, like, the reason I was doing it or the way I was doing it, that's not healthy. Same thing with Uber Eats. So it's like that's the other addiction. And I was being all like, you know, Nikki, you can't do everything at once. You can't do everything at once. Great. It's been one month without weed. I'm a fucking raving bitch. And now – I'm turning 26 on Monday. Thank fuck. No. I th- okay. Thank you God. Let's just stick with that. That was a nice thing. Thank you for getting me here. Another year of great things ahead. Woof de fucking do. Um but am I recording? Oh my god. I almost just dropped dead. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Like, oh, what? It would have been so sad to lose that. I've just been screaming at you for 10 minutes. But here, let me tell you something that would make you feel better. It always gets worse before it gets better. Okay? So if you feel like you're a mess, if you feel like you don't have your shit together, if you feel like you're not living up to your potential, it's Okay? you're not the only one. You're not special. No, I'm just kidding. I love you. And like masterpiece comes from being a mess. You can't like, that's where it comes from. So don't let anyone fool you into thinking that like, it's easy to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. We just, I got to work it again and again to like get it right. Um, Montani, (laughs) love that bitch. Um, but I wanted to, like, get into a conversation about s- ways to stop self-sabotaging self and adopt a better emotional intelligence. And that was kind of, like, my homework assignment. I was like, all right. Because I-, I made this script last weekend. And I was like, so that's what you need to do this week. Get some evidence for your girls and boys and theys and everyone else. And… Let them know like how to stop like don't just bitch about it. I mean, I want you to feel heard and understood. So that's great. But I didn't do my homework. I have no answer for you except I have something don't go anywhere like sit down sit down. So first off, I want to tell you something. Obviously, I was talking about like taking the pants off not wearing any pants like on the topic of that um, body issues. It's a big thing. I'm going to do a whole episode about it. As you can see, I don't like fucking talking about it. But One thing I have been doing, I haven't done this recently, but I did do it for for a while. Sleeping naked is good for self-intimacy because it's good. And even though, like, I don't want to look in the mirror, especially when I'm naked, um, sleeping naked is good for, like, loving your body and self-intimacy. So just do it, okay? Take your fucking pants off. Um, Also, if you're procrastinating – on your life or an assignment. Like, I don't know. I take everything to the extreme. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean you're lazy or you can't do it. It means you're overwhelmed. And it totally makes sense because I was talking to my life coach this week. And I was, I'm part of the reason I'm frustrated is because it's like, I'm angry or dealing with the same shit I've been dealing with for 10 years. And so he's like but can people change? And I'm like I guess, but like I feel like I haven't changed. And that's where I I I he says I'm not stuck. He says this is part of the process, but like that's his job. Um what was I saying? But I my I just I don't know about you, but like my expectations are way too high. So it's like and my actions, there's no action. So it's like can I be mad at myself for not making progress over 10 years? Like what have I actually done to do it? Like, I did lose 40 pounds one time and I was consistently going to the gym at that time. Also eating, because I know it's more about what you eat than the exercise, but obviously the exercise helps lose weight. Um, but like I did that for what, maybe like a year? which is great. And I don't want to discredit that. Like that was a really good time in my life. Like why the fuck did I stop? Or like it was, it was my senior year of college and I just like haven't gotten back into it since. Um, But there's also something he said to me one time too, like you'll, you'll never take care of what you don't value. So back to my point of where like we can't continue to believe negative beliefs about ourselves because we'll never get better. We'll never change. We'll never get out of it because you don't take care of what you don't value. And so for me to order like four Uber Eats a day, like, do you really care about your body? You're destroying it. Um, yeah, that was a great fucking time. That's what made me stop because I'm just like, this is sick. Um, Okay. Good talk. So here, I actually do have like a friendly piece of advice for you because I did this one time and I actually felt like it was helpful. And kind of back to like acknowledging your emotions or understanding them, what I was doing and I was having such panic at this time. I just do something things sometimes that just freak me the fuck out. And so any t- when I had like a negative thought, I would write it down. And something about like, I guess just like acknowledging it putting it down like releasing it in a way and one i was i remember i was watching olivia rodrigo's documentary which was just like a bad idea because it just like reminds me that like i'm not successful and like shut the fuck up nikki but and i remember i was thinking when she was doing it i was like see like nikki like you um she's really great at singing like you're yeah you can write songs yeah you're funny yeah you can be a good cook sometimes but like you really got to be good at one thing and I I wrote it down it was a negative thought but I'm like hold on a second that's not fucking true Olivia Rodrigo has been an actress before she even was a singer like Mr. West like (sighs) I guess he's not a great example because it was really like a great rapper for or like a singer for a long time. And yes, now he's a great fashion designer too. And I, he's always had that inside of him. There's something to be said about starting with like one thing though. And I agree with that. That's why I'm here talking to you. I'm not cheating on you. I'm not cheating on you. But I and I actually, um, we're going, we're going to go somewhere good with this. I was thinking about making it another episode. I think I'm still going to just because I don't want to like take your whole life up right now. But turning 26. I've mick fucking had it and we're making realistic changes this year. Like I cannot be the same bitch next year because it's been one year like at my job. And I know it's like, why does that matter? But as far as like accountability goes and I see like other people and like how they've changed and it's just like admirable. What about you, Nikki? What's different in your life? I don't want to fucking talk about it. Um, So basically, call yourself out. If you're having negative thoughts or something, write it down in your phone. Or use a thought journal to help identify your emotions. Um, I'm going to use Google. How to become emotionally available. Intelligent, bitch. I don't care about being emotionally available. I need to do it for myself first. Okay. So obviously, we're going to use handy Dangle. (coughs) Can I speak? Handy-dandy Google together. We're going to do the research together to see how we become emotionally intelligent. And the first thing, oh, it looks like I'm a genius. It says, practice observing how you feel. So write write it down in a journal or throughout the day. Just, like, take note of it. And, oh, my God, yeah, I don't know. Sorry. Um, second, it says pay attention to how you behave while you're practicing your emotional awareness. Take time to notice your behavior, too. Observe how you act when you're experiencing certain emotions and how that affects your shit. Um, I'm sorry, I literally think I just burped in the camera, but I had canes and now I'm having seltzer, like, it's just a lot. Um, I don't, I. <sighs> I think that's important, too, because there's some like one of the things I've kind of been falling back into. Like the first week I stopped smoking, I was very particular about like forming an evening plan like after work because I had been so used to just like taking a gummy and like chilling. And so I was like, I need to like know what I'm doing so that way I don't look for it. I don't like get desperate or sad or anything. And after week one, I just started like plopping on the couch and like watching TV until like dinner and then bed. And that's not good. So when I when they say pay attention to how you behave, I think of something like that. But then like, I guess sit the fuck down and look in the mirror if you can. I don't know if I can because I can't look at my hair now. Um, But like, why are you sad? Like, what's wrong? And it's to that point where like, it really comes down to like taking the right action. And I, like I said, for me, like it's not living up to my potential. And like, so it's like, what can I do to do something for that right now? And it would probably be anything but sitting on the couch doing nothing. So it's our responsibility to be more aware. And I already said I'm self-aware, so I know I can do it, but we need to be more aware of our emotions. Oh, I like this one, question your own opinions. So 100%, kind of like I told you the thought journal. This all, just thought journal. It, it relates to everything. Oh, Jesus Christ. I almost just spilled that on my laptop. My, We're like living on the edge here. But what they say, this is from Roche Martin, inspired emotional intelligence.com like I don't know um in this hyper connected world it is easy to fall into an opinion bubble this is a state of existence where your own opinions are constantly reinforced by people with similar viewpoints take time to read the other side of the story and have your views challenged even if you still feel they are right this will help you understand yeah we need to be flexible uh, what happened I was reading that it like just like totally disappeared on me um It's also true because a lot of times, like, I know, like, for myself, (laughs) narcissist Nikki, back at it again, um, the negative beliefs I have are, like, kind of formed by what other people told me. And so even though I know, like, I'm good enough, I told you I was destined for greatness, but for someone else to tell me, like, no, you're not. Like, what makes you think you can do that? And that's what fucking keeps me in bed. So... Anyway, then they say take responsibility for your feelings and hundred percent. I agree with that I take responsibility for everything like my hands are literally up in the air right now uh, You can't see it but says your emotions and behaviors come from you they <laughs> They don't come from anyone else and once you start accepting responsibility for how you feel and how you behave It will have a positive impact on all areas of your life and that is really fucking true because as much as I can say, like, I didn't, I wasn't born hating myself. Like I didn't do this. Like I did and I allowed it, I accepted it. So like building that wall, like you think I have walls up now? Like, oh my God, when I'm healthy, like it's gonna be like fucking Fort Knox up in this bitch. You can't tell me nothing. Um, That's not proper English, but it's fine. Um, Then they say, take time to celebrate the positive. A key part in emotional intelligence is celebrating and reflecting on the positive moments in life. Like I said, I love the color of my hair. I'm turning 26. It's a miracle. I can breathe. We totally underestimate the importance of breathing. Like, without it, you would die. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, then it says people who experience positive emotions are generally are generally more resilient and likely to have more fulfilling relationships which will help them move past adversity. Listen, I need to I need to like solidify the relationship with myself because I am just like scared to let other people in and I get it. Like in the book, my friend Jamie says like you need to allow yourself to be hurt and like have that experience. But like no. No. <laughs> remember when they said be open-minded like i claim to be open-minded but uh um number six don't ignore the negative hold on i have just these chill okay don't ignore the negative. Reflecting on negative feelings is just as important as reflecting on the positive. Like I said, thought journal. I just literally, I'm wasting my time by reading you this article. I already told you what you need to know. We need to thought journal. And the food journal, it can be kind of hard. Now I need to blow my nose. I sound like a nasally bitch. Narcissist nasally Nikki. Um, Stop it. Stop saying shit like that about yourself. Are you fucking kidding? Um, Number seven, it says don't forget to breathe. I literally just told you how important breathing is. And I didn't even know this was coming. I'm just telling you I am a genius. I am intuitively fucking Gandhi. And just (laughs) take your pants off. Okay, the reason I said that was because I was like, listen to what I tell you to do. And I've been telling you to do that all day. So I, I don't know. Keep your pants on if you want. Like, I don't really care. Um... It says, life throws various situations our way, with most of us experiencing some sort of stress on a regular basis, like the doctor, we're all in fucking fight or flight. Um, to manage your emotions when this happens and avoid outbursts, don't forget to breathe. Call a time out. <laughs> Call a time out. <laughs> Next time I'm going to do that in life. When someone's annoying me or I'm feeling frustrated, I'm like, hold on, time out. <laughs> um, it says go put some cold water on your face go outside and get fresh air or make a drink. Oh Jesus I wish I drank. I don't like it. Oh, it doesn't. Uh, um. Okay. Oh, this is great. Yeah, yeah. This is my favorite fucking part. Because I I have so I told you this before, like, I have so much help right now. I'm so grateful, so lucky for it. But I have this other coach I was talking to. And she's like, do you believe in spirituality? I was like, yeah. She's like, can I pull a card for you? And I'm like, sure. And it said something like, the physical body will heal like when the soul heals. But this is all like a lifetime journey. And I'm like, great, like, great. I can't fucking wait. And Uh, I just said, great. (laughs) We both started cracking up. (laughs) But number eight, it says lifetime process. Understand and remember that emotional intelligence is something you develop and requires continual improvement. It's very much a lifetime process. Kind of like my example of – going to the gym for a year like it's like that's not enough like saying nice affirmations for a month like that's not enough you need to do it forever i can't i can't talk about forever i need to focus on one week at a time one goddamn week because i cannot like i've done that so many times where i make like oh a 6 month plan or oh a 3 month plan and like i can plan anything i should be a professional planner but i need to learn how to do it cuz if you don't do it it doesn't fucking matter okay great talk um I'm kind of like going overboard here, but the next it says self-awareness, and it says, but is that part of what we're, uh, we want to, I wanted to talk about self-sabotaging, but this says a key component of emotional intelligence is being self-aware, the ability to recognize and understand our own character, moods, emotions, the effect on others, whatever. Okay, I'm going to read you these real quick because I want to get into self-sabotage. Um, I also like know it's like we're gonna be like over an hour here So like I don't know. I hope you're having a good time. Why does it keep I'm done. I'm done. It disappeared again and I it's not moving. All right We don't need to hear about this the way that you're gonna be self-aware fuck I really should tell you though because just me saying I am isn't enough I need to explain to you. So it says look at yourself objectively That's what I liked about weed like the first time I ever smoked. It was like I saw the value in myself And it was like, where the fuck is she? Like, she's the shit. Like, this is so cool. This is good. I've done this. Like, so I'm not telling you to go smoke weed because I don't want you to, like, mess around and get addicted like I did. But just for, like, shits and giggles, like, anything you feel about yourself, just consider the opposite to be true. Like, I'm awkward. Like, I'm social. I'm boring. I'm funny. Like, just, like, and just, like, imagine it. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, It says keep a diary. I Journaling is really good for you. It's one of those things, like, I know I need to do. I just don't do it. But maybe maybe you'll like it. This is, like, my diary. Um, Understand what motivates you. I like that. I do get motivated when I leave the house. So maybe that's why, like, when I don't get get out often, I get frustrated. (sighs) Um, Reading articles, too, sometimes about certain things. Like, I was watching – I I work for like a public company. So the CEO was like interviewing a board member and I was like, you know what? Like I'm going to watch this. It was like after hours and the first 2 minutes of the interview <laughs> motivated me because I was actually excited to hear what they had to talk about. But this man has like a very political background, so for like 20 minutes they were just talking about like his politics career. And while that's like definitely like admirable and important, like I wasn't here to like listen to that. I wanted to talk about like what you do on the board and like what you guys do now. And I'm sure they got to that at some point, but you lost me after 25 minutes of my life. I was like, whatever. And then it says, take it easy. Oh, I need a I need someone. I need to do that. Sometimes emotional outbreaks occur because we don't take the time to slow down or process how we're feeling. I need to go next to the clock though cuz we're about to run out of time. Should I just start another block now? Are you I think you want to leave, but I'm not done yet. Okay, hold on. All right, don't be scared. This is it. This is our last session. Oh my god, it totally fucking got rid of me again though. So, I don't know if you want to be self-aware um, I don't know, because what makes me self-aware? The fact that I know what's going on, or I – I don't know. I don't know. Google it, please. Just use Google. Um, but I know I told you this, so I'm kind of just repeating myself. But Google says, like, what causes self – because in order to stop what stop it, we need to know what's causing it. So – That's why just do it doesn't fucking work because it's not acknowledging what's causing it. So the reason we're self-sabotaging is because of low self-esteem, negative self-talk, and negative emotions. Um It says you can beat self-sabotage by monitoring your behaviors, feelings, and thoughts. Oh, my God. Wait. Did somebody tell you to, like, have a thought journal? Yeah, me. Do it. That's literally – I'm wasting your time. We don't need to be here. Oh, but, okay. No, this is actually nice. Come on. You can beat self-sabotage by monitoring your behaviors, feelings, thoughts, and beliefs about yourself and challenging them when they stand between you and your goals, Oh my God, Mick, I fucking knew it. I have to make fucking do it. I literally told you this. And so here's the thing. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't do research for you. I didn't prepare. I knew the fucking answer and I told you the answer. Now I'm like, oh, it's not good enough. Let me keep Googling. But like <laughs> the first thing, how can I stop self-sabotaging? Develop self-awareness. <laughs> like, I don't know how to tell you how to do that. Um, write it out. Practice mindfulness. Remember I said, just be quiet. Just shut up. <laughs> um. Can we have an article um how to stop self-sabotaging? I want something recent. I don't come on. Come on. How to stop self mm. um It says identify and understand the pattern, which is really fucking hard to do. Consider the cost. Yeah, that's something to think about. Like, if you keep doing what you're doing, what's it going to cost you? Mine, In my case, it's my whole fucking life. Clarify your values and goals. Do the opposite. Okay, that was a horrible article. Psychology Today, you literally did not help me whatsoever. Um, oh, this says, how to stop for good. That sounds great. Um, I'm just skipping right to the end. I don't, you don't need to know anything else but what I fucking tell you. Um, oh, but see, procrastination, again, it's an example of self-sabotage, chronic worry, substance abuse, high, chronic l- lateness, um, mm. Sometimes I'm just, like, not good at estimating time. Stress eating. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Um, intimacy and <laughs> I can't even say the fucking word. <laughs> and commitment issues. Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Um, where it comes from, I don't care. Um, How do we stop it? It said how to stop for good. Um, number one, understand the need your self-sabotage fills. I like that most people who try to steal that most people who tr- I'm going to to do a public speech. I'm going to have to scream so I can articulate what I'm saying. Most people who try to stop self-sabotaging make the mistake of approaching it with a getting tough on myself attitude. They tell themselves that this is the time they're finally going to get their shit together. <laughs> Hi, that was me a few minutes ago and stop all this nonsense. But being tough on yourself is a form of self-sabotage because while it feels good in the moment, are they confused that never feels good. It usually leads you to miss the most important step in overcoming self-sabotage, understanding what the need the self-sabotage behavior feeds. And you can't do that without self-compassion. Oh my God, again, I'm sorry for wasting your time. I told you this 25 fucking minutes ago. Like, um, the, the feelings that got you here is not gonna get you out. So that's why someone telling me to just do it, like, that's not the fucking answer. And being hard on me and being like, well, you just need to grow up or you just need to do it. Like, that's not helpful. Okay, it says, before you get tough on yourself and commit to changing, get compassionate with yourself and commit to understanding. I want to date Nick Wignall. This is his website. That's who I'm trying to like – I was kind of kidding. I wanted to tell you where this was coming from. Yeah, nickwignall.com. In order to recognize that your self-sabotage is serving a purpose, you have to be able to suspend judgment about the negative – wait, what? In order to recognize that your self-sabotage is serving a purpose, you have to be able to suspend judgment about the negative consequences of the behavior and be understanding enough to see that it is serving a function that at least in a limited sense makes sense. Oh, great. They provided some examples. Thank God. If you want to stop abusing alcohol, you need to compassionately understand that alcohol works to alleviate your stress after work. If you want to stop stress eating, you need to compassionately see how stress eating works to make you feel less lonely. Oh, Jesus Christ, back to that. Um, if you want to stop procrastinating, you need to compassionately understand that procrastinate, procrastinating helps you avoid fear of failure or fear of success. Well, why don't you just call me the fuck out? Because except for the alcohol, replace it with gummy bears. And all three of those hit the fucking nail on my head. And okay, but hold on a second. The key word was compassionately. Compassionately. I can't put that on the internet. I but I'm not editing this. So sorry. <laughs> but as what was that? It's like Katy Perry's song. <laughs> um it says it's only when you need only when you understand the need your self sabotage is filling that you will be able to cultivate alternative behaviors to fill that need. Okay, great. I so here's the thing. I actually have this on my to-do list to do today. Like just like Live up to your full potential, Nikki. Like, you're turning 26. No crazy plans here. Like, this week, what are you going to do this week that is, like, realistic, aligns with your goals to help you get there? Because no more feeling like shit, like you're not accomplishing them because you're unrealistic. Like, so this is actually really helpful for me. I need to keep this article on the screen because it sounds like I have a fear of failure and success. I am lonely and I'm stressed. So good talk. Um, Next, it says – Identify alternative healthy behaviors that fill that need. They already told us this. Um, when I figure it out, I'll tell you. Oh, great. I'm, I, I'm sorry for wasting your time. I'm just trying to, I, I'm trying to provide you with value. It says anticipate and plan for obstacles. Even if you've identified the underlying need and a healthier set of behaviors to address it, you still need to anticipate potential obstacles to using those new behaviors. If your alternative behavior to stress eating after work is have a small, healthy snack, what might get in the way of that new behavior? What if you don't have enough of it? What if you go out for drinks? What if your spouse, we don't have one, just took out a tray of baked cookies? Um... Okay, yo, yeah, well, this is a good point. It says, it's easy to stick to new behaviors and good intentions when the conditions are just right. But if you really want to eliminate self-sabotage for good, you also need to plan for when times are hard, which love that, like, thank you. And then it says, here are some examples of anticipating obstacles. If you wanna make sure you choose a healthy snack after work instead of junk food, set a re-occur- <laughs> reoccurring order of almonds or whatever from Amazon so you always have healthy snacks. Um, if you want to call a friend to address feelings of loneliness instead of drinking, make sure you have a list of two or three friends you can call. That's really true and really good. Like, I know I need to talk to people, but like, and then I'm just like, who, uh, who, 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 um, it says, if you want to take a break and go for a walk for 20 minutes to address procrastination, instead of playing video games for three hours, get rid of games on your phone. I don't, I don't understand that one. Um, okay. Number four, it says, boost your tolerance for uncomfortable feelings. No matter how well you strategize and execute on your new alternative behaviors, it will be hard at times. Even if you have a handful of healthy almonds within reach, it still hurts to give up the Doritos. Even if your best friend picks up the phone, giving up the immediate euphoria of a drink is going to feel tough. Um... Letting go of self sabotage isn't merely an intellectual problem. Wait. Letting go of self sabotage isn't merely an intellectual problem of planning and strategy. It's an emotional tolerance problem. Like I said, it's not about, it's not just intelligence. I didn't say this, that professor or someone said it. It's not just intelligence to act intelligently. So, in order to form any new habit or set of behaviors, you have to be able to tolerate discomfort. Especially emotional discomfort and this is just as true for replacing self-sabotaging behaviors with alternative healthy ones The best way to practice building up your emotional tolerance is to start small Identify the emotion that comes up when you let go of your old self-sabotaging for me. It's anger and boredom Um, Next look for other places in your life where that emotion comes up in smaller doses For example, you get a little frustrated when the fucking elevator is like taking a bitch long time. Um, Instead of immediately doing something to alleviate that, practice tolerating it. Yeah, I told you. Remember, I was like, just my hair, like, just like, I I should do this more often. I'll have no fucking hair if I keep doing that. Because just like practicing not freaking out over it because it's like it's happening. Like, what are you going to do? I don't know. It says practice tolerating it for a small amount of time. For example, instead of immediately pulling out your phone and browsing Facebook as soon as you feel frustrated, practice doing nothing and letting yourself feel frustrated for 10, 20, 30 seconds. Gradually build up your tolerance for that emotion in other areas of your life and then practice doing them with the same. Yeah, like I first like last night I practiced being lonely. Like I I was <coughs> by myself watching love is blind i actually made a hinge profile because i was like oh my god and then i like it's like the biggest decision of my life because i'm like everything about this guy i was like i'm sure he's really nice i'm sure this would be a good time but like i'm judging a book by his cover and i'm like no and then i'm just like fuck you nikki like what no i love you sorry fuck that shit um okay Then it says, remember, just because an emotion feels bad doesn't mean it is bad. And while sometimes uncomfortable, emotions are neither dangerous nor morally wrong. Okay. Then they say, clarify your values. And it says, this isn't the most necessary step in letting go of self-sabotage, but it is the most powerful. Well, then it is fucking important. When you clarify your values and aspirations, the things that truly matter to you most in life and then connect with your new, healthier behaviors to them, it's far easier for them to root and grow, leaving the old self-sabotaging behaviors far off in the distance. Which, like, it makes sense because sometimes it's so confusing to me because I'm – my biggest passion in life is fashion. And I know, like, if I want to wear my clothes or wear my the dream clothes I wear of one day, like, my body needs to change to fit that and – Ordering pretzels from Sonic for breakfast. Like, it's not in alignment with my goals. But, like, the need that I'm filling with it, the emotional gap is overtaking, like, my goals. And that's just, like, not right. So, why do I keep telling you this shit? Um, All right, you want to hear the example? Um. Okay, because it makes sense. You need to clarify your value. That's where, like, my perfect example of here of why it's not working, because they said, let's say you want to give up the self-sabotaging behavior of, Watching the news as soon as you get home from work because it's time-sucking and leads you to not accomplishing more meaningful goals And let's say the alternative healthier behavior You'd like to replace it with is going for a walk in order to get some exercise Now if I ask you why do you want to go for a walk instead of watching the news? You might respond with something like because I want to get into shape Now getting in shape is value is a value, but it's not a very compelling one. It's not visceral or specific. It's vague and abstract. If you want your values to be help motivate you towards your new behaviors, they must be compelling. And the way you do that is by forcing yourself to get more specific. So I might follow up with, well, why do you want to get into shape? To which you might reply, because I want to fit into my dream clothes, or I want to feel more energetic and less tired all the time. This is definitely more specific and compelling, but we can do better. What would you be able to do if you felt more energized and less tired each day? After hearing this, your eyes may light up and you'd say, you know, since college, I've always wanted to learn to play the guitar and be in a band. I know it sounds silly. I'm 43 years old, but I get excited every time I think about it. I'm just so exhausted all the time. If I wasn't so exhausted all the time, I could make it happen. And oh my God, for me, it's like, I could live my dreams. Do you hear the smile on my face? Oh, my God. I feel like we're getting to the end. I'm coming to a conclusion here. Okay. Bingo. That's a clarified value. It's value that's got teeth. It's a value that's got gravity. And because it's got gravity, it will help pull you towards your goal and your new behavior. I love that. That's what I need to do. I'm going to do it. And I'm, I can't podcast while I do it because I just feel like it's going to be really boring. I mean, for sure. Maybe I'll record it for you. But moving on. Maybe that would be the next episode. So now it says. um, But basically, I I didn't read the end of the sentence. It's like because it's got gravity, it will help pull you towards your new goal and behaviors, which is key if you're trying to resist the gravity you have towards the old self-sabotaging behavior. Love this. So then it says all you need to know. Oh, great. Self sabotage isn't as mysterious or complicated as it sounds. It simply means chronically doing something that undermines your own goals or values. True. If you want to stop self, if you want to stop self sabotaging for good, the key is to understand what need it serves and then develop an alternative behavior that fills that need in a healthier way. Also, do this fucking goal thing. Set up clarify your values. Like that is key. I'm going to link this article in the episode notes. I have to share this with you. Um, I'm done. Okay. Wow. Wow, Amy she said thank you. Nick said you're welcome. Nick, I fucking love you. Thanks, Nick. Um all right, th- you guys you're like thanks, Nick. You're welcome. That's our show for today. I hope you are are you okay? I'm I've I feel like I've tried to like validate you multiple times throughout this episode. I want you to know you're not alone. I want you to know I'm right here with you. We are turning 26. We are going to Fix that bitch. And yeah, if you need anything, you can send me an email, skipclassstillpass at gmail.com. I am going to, like I said, when I figure it out, I'm going to let you know. And that's what my homework is. My responsibility is to get better so we can save the world. And I save a lot of things on Pinterest too. I was actually screenshotting them the other day, like ways to like get back into alignment. You know, pulling my skull off my spine is not enough. We need to control the mind and what's going on in there because that controls the body and then the habits and all this shit. We're just at the tip of the iceberg here. Okay, inches, we've got inches to grow. Yeah, my hair has got inches to grow back. All right, now that we've come full circle, I love you. Uh, don't pull your pants down. If you get a pedicure, you're only supposed to take your shoes off and just kind of, I guess, like, I don't know. I wasn't wearing underwear, but I'm not going to tell you wear underwear just in case because that's horrible. So best of luck. That's all I have for you. I love you so much. XOXO, your bitch, Nikki Barry. Okay, bye.